0: This is Carrie Romero, also known as Zap Girl, and this is the launch of my very first podcast. And I am tentatively titling it Zap Girl's Podcast because um, this is an idea that I've been knocking around for a while. And um, so here I am. I'm at PodX Nashville, Tennessee. Today is June 1st, 2019. And thanks to Netflix, I am sitting at a table recording my very first episode. This is just crazy. So uh, I'm a little nervous. I'll probably say um a whole lot. This is such a fabulous opportunity and it was too too good of an opportunity for me to turn down. So I am, uh, again, super thrilled to just be starting my podcast. So my podcast is, um, it's going to be featuring all things life-saving, life-living, and life-giving. You know, I'm going to be interviewing people that have survived sudden cardiac arrest. I want to be able to share with you any uh, news that I've heard that's in the world of life-saving and also kind of give... Some insight as to how I'm living my life and um, interview people that are doing the same given their circumstances, uh, whatever they may be. So, kind of leaving it open. And again, I'm calling it Zap Girls podcast. So, I wanted to just quickly share my story about how I became Zap Girl in 1997. I was uh, given the a second chance, an extra life, uh, to quote Earl Bakken, um, by, I got a d- implanted cardioverter defibrillator and I have had, this is my, I'm on my fifth device. And through those five devices, it's, um, the defibrillators have shaved or is, <laughs> have saved my life four different times. So that I've never been cardioverted by an AED, but I've survived sudden death in a uh, during an electrophysiology study, also known as an EP study, um, and then again with my device four different times. So, whew, I'm, that just got me kind of emotional for a quick second, sorry, um, but yeah, it's, it's, what a gift to be able to sit here and... So because I have my device in my chest, I don't ever have to worry about um, an AED being close by to save my life. I am so lucky that I carry one with me all the time. But if you don't have a device in your chest, you are um, needing someone to basically intervene with life-saving... I can't think of the word, like life-saving actions. We'll just say that. And you are going to need someone to call 911, do CPR, and grab an AED if the AED is close by. And so um, I found out in early 2018 that AEDs are not required by law. And it's... One thing that I am on a mission to change. And uh, it might take me a long time, but I think with enough of our voices working together to save lives and to bring the awareness to the fact that, well, if you have a beating heart, which almost 8 billion people in the world, um, every single one of those hearts are susceptible to sudden cardiac arrest. And sudden cardiac arrest is um, the number one killer. Heart disease really is the number one killer of all men and women in the United States and around the world. So for hearts to have a fighting chance, AEDs need to be close by. And that's what I'm on a mission to do. So when I got my device in 1997, my sister nicknamed me Zap Girl. And I sat on the nickname, didn't really know what to do with it, um, but it was February... 2018 when that changed I was working with the local American Heart Association the Greater Nashville chapter on sharing a story with our local news channel 4 about an attorney who had survived sudden cardiac arrest on Go Red for Women Day and it was because of the life-saving measures that's the word I was looking for earlier measures Um, because of those life-saving measures he survived he had the right uh he had an aed in the office people started cpr on him almost right away and he survived so in helping channel four share the story i got a chance to meet the gentleman responsible for getting the emergency action plan in place for their office and I also got to get a selfie with this AED that had saved this attorney's life. And right at that point, I looked over at my friend Kristen, who works for the AHA, and I said, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to uh, take selfies with AEDs, thank the places that have them, because at that time, too, found out they weren't required by law, um, and then share those on social media, ask my friends and family around the world, hey, wherever you're at, look for the AED. send in a selfie. And so that's how Zap Girl and the AEDs was born on Instagram that day. I had been taking selfies with AEDs for several years prior, but I had sat on those pictures, and I just pretty much looked at it from, oh, this is ironic, I have an ICD in my chest, and there's one on the wall, that's cool. Um, but didn't really ever do anything with it. And now because uh, of the avalanche, <laughs> it's just been amazing. Oh, my gosh. To have all of these selfies come in from around the world from all of you fabulous people out there. Um, it It's taken off like I've never experienced. And now I've, I've got um, trying to bring national attention and, and global attention to the fact that AEDs really need to be everywhere. Um, sudden cardiac arrest, if you have um, an AED close by and if that AED is used on you within the first few minutes, your chances of survival just go up exponentially. And, but for every minute that an AED is not used, your chances of survival decrease by 10%. That's for every minute. So if you have to wait 10 minutes for EMS to arrive with an AED, you're, well, you can figure it out. But anyway, so that is how my advocacy started. And to be able, again, I'm just so thrilled. I'm just so, It makes me so happy to sit here right now and uh, share with you guys uh, first of all, thank you. The gratitude that I have for everybody to help me to get to this point is just—it's um, overwhelming. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And we got to keep fighting together because it's not just a problem in the United States. This is a problem around the world. Um, many places. I have a friend in South Africa who searched for months to find an AED just to get a selfie with it, and he—he he couldn't find one. And so this is travesty in a global health. Um, it's part of the um, sustainable development goals, um, goal number three, actually. And so, yeah, but I, um, gosh, I don't know how much more anybody wants to hear because <laughs> I'm just sitting here by myself. But I'm, um, again, thank you so very much for allowing me to... Um talk to you right now and I don't really remember who I said thank you to at the beginning or if I did because quite honestly I've done three or four takes of this I will admit I'm a perfectionist and I'm trying to get past it but um, anyway I wanted to thank my husband for all of his support and encouragement and he is my coach and he is amazing and I'm so grateful and my kiddos uh, my Kason and my Trevin man those boys make my heart um <laughs> those three guys right there they make my heart whole um but yeah they're their unending support i'm so grateful and again to podx um for having this studio or at and netflix um for providing all of this amazing equipment for me for forcing me to do this <laughs> um not forcing, but encouraging me to sit down and actually just start. So, check back, you guys, um, for more interesting stories. I have some amazing guests that I will be interviewing soon, and I am. I just wanted to say thank you. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I and I probably won't be able to say that enough. So, thanks. That girl, that girl. Zap girl, zap girl